says here 11 minutes to Cambrian Mall. That's what the. Cause, yeah? Yeah, because the maps knows where we're going. Yes. Because it's weird and we, we, we live in a, uh, the simulation we're living in. Yes. What's the day? It is Wednesday. That's the day. It has rained. It's still sprinkling some. It's 22 degrees. Is that what that says? 20. That's great. It's not 32. It's not gross. And we needed some rain. That's Dave with the weather. Over to Isabel with the sports. <laughs> well, last night we watched some weird sports. <laughs> nice, didn't nicely we? done. <laughs> You know, that, that Netflix series, uh, Home Game. Cochleo. Story. Something like that. It's this game they play in Florence, Italy, mm -hmm. where two teams of 27 play something kind of like rugby, kind of like... Football. Kind of like... football. Yeah, kind of. And also <laughs> a lot like just fighting. So instead of blocking, you punch the other guy. Wrestling, maybe? Some wrestling's in there. Wrestling. Mixed martial you arts. You tackle people to the ground. Yeah, you get tackled to the ground, but it doesn't like, it seems like it doesn't stop play. And, and Yes, but it doesn't stop play like in rugby or football. It's like, it's just a means to an end. You know, it's a way to stop the other guy from advancing the ball. <clears throat> Crazy game. Um, and then there's an episode about the Highland Games, which familiar with and roller derby which again we're familiar with but that no, was good that was pretty interesting I, I really enjoyed that actually um, I love seeing these weird sports that only exist in very small pockets of, and Europe's famous for that it's got yeah. like oh uh, we've been playing we've been having this game since anybody can remember and you go back and you know you can find like woodcuts of the game being played in 700 or something yeah um, uh, it's also true in a lot of English, uh, what they call public schools, we would call them private schools. Um, and uh, there's a lot of really weird, often ball games uh, played. Um, there's even, uh, well, that's where rugby comes from, the rugby school. Yes. It comes from one of those weird games. But yeah, so it was interesting. I don't think there's a lot of things like that here. I mean, there are weird regional games that get invented that happens everywhere. It's just they don't get picked up. But I can think of Ringette is one that I think is really only played in Canada. And it was this game invented because girls can't play hockey. Um, <laughs> so now mostly girls think just play hockey instead of Ringette. But I know there still is Ringette. Um, it's an odd game to watch. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that story go whatever game looked like something a bunch of seven-year-olds would invent <laughs> like <laughs> if you just got I remember playing basketball once but we didn't have a basketball this is when I was in maybe grade 10 we would go to the gym at lunchtime after we ate our lunch and we just because the gym was open and we didn't have a basketball so someone just took an old t-shirt tied it together into knots and we used that and you couldn't bounce it so we quickly made rules yeah. It takes so many steps, they need to pass it. Yeah. Yeah, and it worked. We called it shirt ball. Um, <laughs> we played it a couple of times until someone said, why doesn't someone just bring a basketball? Does anybody have a basketball? It's like, yeah, everybody's, yeah, we all have a basketball, so. And it worked out differently. But if we did that for a couple days, um, and you refine the rules, right? It's like, oh, no, you can't do that. 
I think that's how these things start. Um, and no matter how new the sport is that you invent, the good athletes are good at it anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh look, the guy who's the number one running back on our football team is also good at shirt ball, a game we invented 10 minutes ago. So, so yes, we watched that. And uh, what else is up? The, uh, I read an interesting article this morning about this sexism in Star Trek, which, I mean, it's easy to spot. Unless you're an idiot. Uh, but it goes with the behind-the-scenes stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Uh, great meaning interesting, but that it's good. <clears throat> I shouldn't have to say that. I hope you all know that I don't support sexism. Um, <laughs> no, it's some good sexism. In one of the comments on the io9 article, it said... Uh, it's like every... In Deep Space Nine, every single scene on the promenade is basically just a Me Too moment. Because it's basically just, you know, Bashir constantly sexually harassing Dax. Yes. Among other things, right? Yes. And, uh... Oh, yeah. Like, since the beginning, just... uh, Oh, yeah. That's something that I've... I, I said so many times as we were together and watched... The, the Next Generation, Voyager, yeah. Deep Space Nine, had friends over. I remember mentioning uh, about uh, Seven of Nine. Oh, totally, right? Um, I think, I, I can't remember who was there. Oh, Jeremy Cardiff. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yeah, like I couldn't believe the placement of the camera all the time on her bum or on her boobs. Constantly. I know. It's so annoying. It was ridiculous because it's the best character on the show. That's the thing that's annoying. It's not... I mean, it's first of all, the the sex is obviously annoying. That's a given. I think that that was a bit rectified in this uh, Picard. Totally. uh, Totally. Yeah. Uh, Because she ends up having a a partner that's female at the end. Yes. Too. That's another thing. Um, LGBTQ. That that's something that um, Star Trek did right. I think. Ish. It, it started a lot of the conversations. The first uh, two women kiss, I believe, might have been on Star Trek. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know about that. If, I don't they, know. if they can make that claim. But they sure did in the next generation. They did? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Um, a character was, I think it was um, Tasha Yar. Yes. Um, this this uh, alien was a man inside a woman's body. Okay. Changed uh, hosts at uh, various times. Right. And right. N- or would it, would it have? No, no. It was um, Dax. Dax. Okay. I think. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that sounds right. Uh, one of the things that I think that now that yeah, so it's deep space nine. I think you're right. Um, and of course now in Discovery. There's a gay couple. Uh, I know in TNG they tried 
well, there was always this talk about them doing something with a gay character, and then they didn't. Instead, they had that episode where there was an androgynous character that Riker fell in love with. Oh, right. And I forget right, the name right. of that episode. That might have been it. That might have been the first. But it wasn't a thing. See, that's the thing. It's a cop-out, because instead of being, it's a guy mm. who Riker's attracted to. Which also wouldn't make any yeah. sense because Riker's not gay, right? So yeah. you'd have to actually have a character who you didn't... Yeah, this is the problem. But you have they, to have a, they kind of touch the subject there. They, they do, but in a huh. bit of a... I mean, for the time, I guess it's progressive. But when you look back, you look at it and go, come on. Guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. now the problem is that Riker was always presented as this... I don't know, not quite womanizer of Captain Kirk... But, the musketeer you know, he's, he's a single man who's yeah. attractive, who likes to have sex with women. Yeah. It's never mentioned that also maybe he could swing towards the men. Uh, yeah. You know, so that would be a weird plot point to bring in. So what you'd have to do, which would be shitty, is introduce a brand new character. Or just remember, just sort of retcon it and say, oh yeah, I've been bisexual all along, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, because, of course, no one thought about that. No one thought about writing characters who were gay. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm sure people thought about it. They thought, eh, this mm. is not going to happen. This maybe, is going to work. Maybe there's more than we know because we, the... we wouldn't be able to know unless we went back and figured it out. I mean, yeah. a lot of that has been sort of veiled in a long time. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, of course. No, I mean, you're right. Uh, it's, it's not like it's something that's... Uh, that, that people openly talked about. I mean, it was a, a rare case to have a gay character, much less gay relationships. Yeah. If you remember Ellen in the Ellen DeGeneres... What was that show called, Ellen? Yeah. It was originally called These Friends of Mine. Most people don't know that. Um, that was a huge controversy. Yes. Right? Uh... And I think the, there was a character on Roseanne, and she was, turned out to be gay. So, I mean, that does... But now it wouldn't be a thing. I mean, there's whole shows where characters are... It's not a big deal anymore. Well, it probably is for some people, but screw them. Um, by the way, mandatory mask wearing here starts on Friday. Uh, just as we move to stage three, which we probably shouldn't move to yet. Because there's going to be a bunch of stupid people here... Not from here, though there are still people here. There's going to be people coming here from other places. I think that's going to happen. And I don't want tourists. I don't want tourists here, ever. <laughs> Until this thing's over. Oh yeah, this is great. Oh, Look at this hard wheeling cars. It feels like living with a guillotine over your head. You never know when it's going to... Yeah. ...fall down. Exactly. It feels a bit like that. Sort of Domocles. Sort of Covidicles. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, so, I'll, uh, where do you want to go? I'll go over there. Okay. All right. Like I don't think it's raining. No, no, it's not. It's dark. It's gray. That's for damn sure. It is definitely precise on this. There you go. lot more mask uptake this week. That's good. People are going to start putting advertising on their masks. I'm surprised that hasn't been there already. <laughs> I'm really surprised that hasn't been there. Rooms. Yours will be rooms. 
Yeah, I'll just throw this Independent on. Independent grocer. Like that. Yeah. That. Done. I will see you in somewhere between half an hour and 45 minutes. Okay. Okay, all set. Whoops, slam that sort of loudly. Apologize to anybody listening. Okay, so. So. <clears throat> they put the markers back on the floor. Oh yeah? Yeah, like the, the way to stand when you're in line. And the arrows are now, looks like a permanent fixture on the floor, like they're not just oh. tape. Oh. So we're going home. Oh, right. Uh, with Liquor Store Friday. Yes, folks, you don't get to hear the Liquor Store trip anymore. We've cut back on the show. <laughs> due to cutbacks, the network really has us rejigging the whole show. Soon we'll be solving crimes, and my character will be replaced by uh, Dick Sargent and Dick York in alternating weeks. Um, Ted McKinley. So, yeah, uh, there's a lot. 
90% of people have masks on. Which is pretty good because that means that it won't be a huge thing when the final uh, when the one Friday comes. I think there's going to be like a grace period, which I don't understand. <laughs> yes. It's like masks start on Friday, except really not yet. I think that's what I read. That the, yes. And I don't understand that. I mean, like, if you've give, been given warning that masks start Friday a week ago, then why not you just get a mask? I, anyway. And I swear, and I keep saying it, the people who seem to care the least are people who are the most vulnerable. And it's really weird to me. <laughs> Old people just brushing up against me. It's like, lady, I'm pretty healthy. <laughs> But you could die for... It's very strange for me. But mostly yeah. people are great. Mostly people are great. But the flagrant rule breakers are old people. It's very strange. Yeah. And it, it may be that I'm just noticing that. I mean, it just, you know, obviously uh -huh. that. No, but, I think it's true. I mean, what are people thinking? Well, I've had a good run. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Again, the vast majority of people are great. It's not... Um, people are kind of getting used to this, as we've discussed many times. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> I was just uh, thinking about um, the next few weeks and what I have to do to get uh, ready yeah. for August mm -hmm. uh, and start working on my course. Yes. Yeah. And That's right. I, um, I have workshops. a project with uh, Avo. Yes. Uh, that I had to come up with some ideas uh, of something we could do. Yes. And um, building it slowly so that uh, yes. everybody's happy and try to It's always easy to keep make everybody happy. Yeah, well, I think if I don't want to be an artist that works alone in my corner. No, I get that. You're always trying to collaborate. So I have to. I want to try to build friendships. Yep. At the same time. I realize, you know, everybody has their limits, and I do too, sure. so um, the um, sound and uh, photo um, combination called the uh, photo sonorité, okay. um, like soundscapes. Been doing that as podcasters. Some sure. people do that. People do. Not as big as uh, when it first came out, it was a big thing. Yeah. yeah. But more related to your practice as an artist. Right. No, it's a good idea. So uh, a lot of artists go and do plein air drawing yep. or painting. Yep. Uh, so recording where they are yeah. at various times. Yeah. That's no, cool. I like it. Um, I was I, I was just emailing a small group of women who have 
been responding more to emails and I've been more interested in <laughs> That's how it works. doing things. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And uh, I asked them, would you be prepared to do a Zoom with me? So I'm checking to see if some people will answer. Right. And I'll start with that and then I might do a call in September just for the center members. Right. And um, because it has to be sort of um, uh, a center uh, centric, <laughs> center centric. Okay. Uh, yeah, Bravo. Response. Yeah, and Bravo is the is like a guild of French Canadian artists. It's yeah. You're in this. You're, you're the center region. Yeah, okay. I'm in the center region. There are 20 members. I might get four or five members participating yeah. in this. No, that's not surprising. If I'm lucky. Sure. Uh, and I might cheat and go record some of some people where they are, and you know, like yeah, yeah. cobble together something. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but I just thought we should try, um, and um, I'm also. Uh, finishing up some work on a little catalog I'm doing with blacks photography I do these six by six small catalogs mm -hmm. 22 pages yep um, so they're uh, becoming more part of what I do yes um, anything I do I have a little square that I can print off and uh, yep for 15 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever. Right. A, a piece. Yes. And yeah. So I'm working on that. And like these are just sort of in the background of what I'm doing, you know, like all the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm also working on a course uh, called uh, Exploration of Place through yes. Textile. Yes. And I've made some circles of material, yeah. uh, embroidered and covered in wax. I right. uh, dip them in wax. The uh, inspired by the bees. Yeah, all inspired by the bees and Strava and um, this Cosmos episode I watched. Yeah. Um, and this course, of course. Sure. Um, she had us read a, um, a, a an excerpt of a book by Mary Oliver, who was um, sort of a textile artist who walked a lot and was okay. uh, inspired by her walks and all the parameters that she set oh, herself. Okay. Interesting. Um, and uh, Alisa is introducing us to other artists who work that way. Right. And I. Um, there was one line that Mary Oliver said about the black oak tree being happy that it's a black oak tree. And I found that um, compelling because mm -hmm. I feel that this is what you need when you're trying to uh, be, live a more calm, uh, lifestyle is to be happy with who you are. 
right. of um, not um, criticizing yourself all the time. Mm -hmm. you know? Sure. So um, yeah, it's tough for anybody. This uh, kind of these words are sort of giving me a kind of loose direction. Of okay. It, about a bee being being with a bee, like so thinking from a bee's perspective. Right. The the walking the walking on Strava uh, I made a connection with that and the waggle dance that bees yeah. make to indicate where food is. Yes. Uh, which is based on mathematical equations, I guess. It's they don't know, they don't do it, but what they they sort of know where the angle of the sun is and Yes. They they have the, all yes. this other consciousness that we might have or not. I don't know. Spatial but the consciousness, but memory. They, yes, they they re have a representation of the world, and it involves. Uh, it's 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 based on uh, vector mathematics, and edges, and a sun compass, and patterns of polarized light, and not three dimensional, but as our friend Ken Cheng would say, two and a half dimensional vision. I oh. uh, I would explain that to you now, but it would take longer than we have about two minutes to get home. I can explain it to you if you want later. <laughs> well, yeah. that's really that's. That's really bees good. are awesome. And well, yeah, bees are awesome, and they they do so much work, and a lot of our diversity comes from them. And anyway, so sure. And plus, Alicia, we we met at a course at at the AGA that she was doing on encaustic drawing, and that's how I met her. What's that mean? Encaustic is painting with wax. Oh, okay. Um, a lot of the icons, the uh, you know, church. Yeah, yeah, icons. sure. Oh, no, I, now I know what you mean. So that's good. Okay. Are and you met doing this. You met doing this class. Okay. Yeah. And it had wax. And oh, it's so all full circle. I, I started my first project for her course that I'm taking now at yeah. university um, with this. With uh, with bees and wax and you know so it's neat. Uh, it's it's sort of an origin for us too and uh, yeah I like that that's going full circle right I think yeah. it's very awesome yeah ever neat I'm enjoying um, this course a lot I bet what a weird combination of things two workers there a yeah. cat is lazily crossing the road yeah. <laughs> i don't know this that is, was weird that was just sort of odd not something that happens very often was like, on was, that corner it was like suddenly we're in we're in season three of twin peaks you know <laughs> what year is it this is the water this is the well a light. All right. On that note, um, we'll see you next week, I imagine. Unless there's some huge event that we feel we have to do a thing.
Streets are getting so much higher My soul is burning inside ya That flame is turning to a fire Just like the change in the tide I'll see the town's burning 